Have you bought ground beef from the grocery store lately and made hamburgers? How come it doesn't taste the same like it did years ago? Nice and hearty and juicy. Nowadays, it tastes like dry sawdust. What's going on? What are they feeding the cows out in the pasture? Wood from a chipper? And how are they manipulating the cows with who knows what kind of shots they give them of steroids to make them grow faster so they can kill them younger? What's with all the steroids? They're not hairless bodybuilders or big gutted offensive linemen. I hope this meat isn't coming from the laboratory artificially made. I didn't sign up for that. Did you? How gross. I wish things got back to the way it was in the Garden of Eden when everything was clean and pure. Didn't have to worry about additives and pesticides of any kind. Why can't we why can't we return to that? But I guess one day we'll be more like robots than humans and won't need food as the powers that be try to mix our DNA with artificial intelligence. You know, God never wanted robots. He wanted healthy human beings with a free will. A free will to decide for themselves on which way to go. To follow the narrow pathway that leads ultimately to heaven. Or to follow the wide, broad road that leads to disaster. Because God never wanted to force us to follow him. That's a decision we make on our own. God could have made us obeying robots from the beginning if he wanted to. He he could have created us or programmed us with a disposition only to go his way without any kind of free will. No debating on should we or shouldn't we. But he didn't want to force us to love him because free will was always crucial from the very beginning. We all need to have it where one day we hopefully come on our own volition to God because God wants nothing to do with obedient slaves. He wants loving, willing children. Now, we know uh, the story. We all know the story of uh, Adam and Eve using their free will to willingly sin and disobey as they believed Satan's lies instead of God's truth with their heads full of doubt and confusion to the point where Eve bought his story, where she became pompous and decided with her own free will to disobey and sin, with Adam soon following. And then what did they do? Well, they ran away and hid in the garden as if God couldn't find them. But they ran and hid after they knew what they did was wrong. Just like us today. We run and hide thinking nobody knows what we're doing. As we think we need these secret lives that nobody knows about. We have these little compartments that only we are privy to. At least that's what we think. Because maybe we can get away with certain things with our fellow humanoids. But God sees all. He is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. 
Now, do we know what these words mean? Omniscient means all-knowing. Omnipotent means all-powerful. And omnipresent means present everywhere. Reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, it does. Who introduced himself as the great and powerful Oz. Wouldn't it be funny if Ozzy Osbourne would have played the part of Oz? He's already got the O and Z in his name. And the head of that bat he bit off many years ago. Probably still digesting in his stomach. Last time I saw him, I thought I noticed him sprouting dark wings on his back. Huh. But as everybody knows, I love that movie. As much much of it is biblical. Except for the ending. Exposing the wizard as a fraud. And I think that was done intentionally. To consciously or subconsciously put in our heads as a young child that God himself is also fake. Because there were so many parallels with the wizard and God. And obviously with the wicked witch of the West and Satan. The fight against good and evil. But in real life, God was always with us. He's the direct opposite of being fake. If he's fake, it, if he's fake, then there's absolutely no hope for humanity whatsoever. Without God, we are some misguided accident that feeds on each other. There's no purpose or reason why we exist. None whatsoever. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit of the Bible... They make sense of this life and gives us answers as to why we're here. And by the way, after Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden, where did Satan go? How come there was no more dialogue or encounters between Adam and Eve and Satan? Why do you think Satan vanished and abandoned them all of a sudden? Well, because right after he got them to do what he wanted, with all the lies, he figured his work was done. So he split. But why did he disappear? Because that's what Satan does. He spends all of his time trying to get you to embrace vice and evil. And once he does, he just sits back on the couch and enjoys the show because he laughs at us. As we encounter disaster and misery following his temptation. He loves it. That's what he lives for. Now remember Satan doesn't make us sin. He doesn't have that kind of power. But he will tempt us till the cows come home. He will lead us into into temptation. And try to keep us there until we give in. Because that's his main objective. To keep us away from God. And get us to do things that will harm us. As he first tries to convince us that the things we're about to do are actually good for us. Just like the globalists of today. They attempt to convince us that they're here to help us. Even though they're here to damage, destroy, and kill us. They do the same thing as Satan. They follow the same pattern of evil. Can't you see that? A perfect example are these killer vaccines that they are still pushing for some apparent reason. They're, they, they've convinced 
at least half the people that these shots are good for us when they're not. I told you several times already that I knew someone who took this shot and then died that night where she was otherwise healthy as a horse. And everybody has heard stories of medical problems following these shots. Oh, young kids having heart attacks at 14. Oh, that's perfectly normal. Miscarriages and sterility statistics going sky high. Oh, nothing wrong with that. These blind followers of the system fully believe that when you get to heaven's pearly gates, Peter's going to be at the door asking for vaccine passports. And if you don't have one, you take the elevator down. (laughs) Hey, it's just all crazy. Stop looking for someone to help, save, and rescue you. The lifeguard chair is empty. Stop waiting for the phone call that never comes. And when it does, it's the wrong number. Stop looking down, shaking your head, asking, why me? When the correct answer is, why not you? Yo, we all need to lift our heads upward and call on God. Just as the teacher calls on the student and the football coach calls the plays. We need to call on God so God in turn will call out to us. Remember David killed Goliath because God was with him, even though it was seemingly impossible. It would be like you body slamming Andre the Giant with a bad back would never happen. You'd need a crane. But with God, all things are possible. So keep drifting towards your spiritual side with the love of Jesus which you can go get yourself some from the Don't Bring Up God show on WAEP, Sunday mornings from 8 to 9. Hey, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Hey, Robert, happy Father's Day. What's happening? Thank you. Uh, uh, you know who this is, right? Yes, I do, pal. Okay, this, this, is, yeah. this is Tommy John, isn't it? Oh, Tommy John. No, my name's, name starts with a B, but I'll tell you what. You were talking earlier about uh, about artificial intelligence and uh, and transhumanism, and you were talking about how God's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. I believe what's going to happen is, a, is the dark forces that be, right, are going to use that computerized uh, technology to mimic and imitate God's omnipotence and omniscience and omnipresence. They can use that technology to... Uh, to manifest that kind of power. That's essentially what they're doing as I guess they're going to use that garbage to reinterpret the Bible and tell us what it truly means in order to re- in order to unite us all. Have you heard that also? Oh yeah. I also think that uh, I believe uh, this pure theory, pure conjecture that uh, the Antichrist type figure if he exists, I think I think the spirit of Satan is going to actually, actually possess a computer. And, and utilize a computer to, to uh, manifest his will. Yeah, this technology is out of control. Some people think it's from aliens. What do you think? It's it's very well very well possible. We, we were mentioned about the Garden of Eden. I, I personally think that that was well, we actually came from Venus, right? And that was the Garden of Eden, and then and then man got cast to Earth. And you, and you were talking about you know what happened to Satan. Well, well eventually he got cast to Earth because when you figure. Adam means actually, that means the words Adam, and it means uh, man of red clay when it translated. 
So uh, I, I believe that we, that we were transplanted from Venus to to, to, uh, to planet Earth. And the word Lucifer means actually uh, the morning star, which is Venus. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, these aliens, uh, call them aliens, call them fallen angels and demons. All I know is they're non-humans, and yeah. they are playing a part in our lives, especially in the end times. Well, well when they had the flood, and, and God, and they Noah's, they days of Noah's Ark, and they say God destroyed the earth. Well, actually, what happened was he destroyed this creation that, that wasn't his. It was. It was. It was. It, it was. They weren't humans. They, 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 they were the Nephilim. They were tampering with human DNA and uh-huh. human beings as God created them, just as they're doing now. Well, it says in the days of Noah, so, so the returning of the Son of Man shall be exactly know? just like they were mixing the humans with uh, with other other technologies. They're doing the same in the olden days and the ancient days. They're doing the same thing now. Hey, Barry, we're definitely on the same page. I wonder if the listeners are on the same page as well. well what's, what's weird is what you're talking about: artificial intelligence and breeding humans with computer, combining humans with computerized technology. Uh, Clyde Lewis was talking about that on, on, on your radio show. Yeah, yeah. You uh, were talking about the same thing, and and, and I've been monkeying with the food, the GMOs, this and that. And it's nationwide. It's just not happening in one country and isolated. This thing is nationwide, and well, it it reflects back to the Tower of Babel when they were trying to consolidate back then. Also, just like they're well, doing now. So the Bible's predicting what's going to happen. Yeah, it's not nationwide, it's worldwide. It's a world government. Right. 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 You got it. But have a happy Father's Day anyway. Make the best of it. All right. Thanks for the call. Right. Anyone else with opinions, feel free at 610-720-7900. Talking about these vaccines, these death shots. Now, not everybody has or had problems after taking these shots, but that's by design. Because think about it, if our professional athletes started to drop dead having heart attacks and blood clots, then it would be too obvious. If our heroes like LeBron James were dropping like flies, we would take notice and see that something is definitely terribly wrong. That's why they more than likely were shot up with saline solutions placebos that don't do anything and certainly don't harm them. And these shots had individual barcodes on them for some reason. If they were all the same shot, why the barcodes? Vaccines never had them before. Well, it's to identify who got what and how they responded in the next couple months or even years. The bottom line is don't be so free to believe people That are here to supposedly help us. Because like Satan, they're all rats. They're the the only one who lives to help us in every possible way is the God of the Bible. Do you think Jesus would ever go out of his way to hurt you and to lie to you and to scheme against you, to break you and destroy you? It would never happen. So when you're picking sides and choosing who to believe and who not to, think twice, long and hard. Because who you trust might one day kill you. As reports say that millions of people throughout the world have been killed by these kill shot vaccines. And and let's not fall for it 
again, by the way. All right? Can we agree on that not to? Because there's been threats by globalist psychopaths who warn us of another fake pandemic coming our way. They've learned by their mistakes on what to do and what not to do this time, what they can get away with and what they can't. And according to their own filthy lying mouths, another round of this stuff is coming down the pike. I wonder if Trump will be there with all smiles promoting another warp speed. He'll never live that down because he was part of this killing spree. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what he says. He promoted it and championed it, championed it, and still does. But you know what? He will have to answer to that one day. I hate to be him. Hey, I met this guy the other day talking about identity theft, where he actually walks into a bank and claims to be somebody he's not. And because of all the research prior to his heist, he calmly goes in and withdraws tens of thousands of dollars and gets away with it. He hits the bank branches outside of the state where the person lives, so recognition isn't a factor. He said he made $70,000 in three hours one day. Man, they don't teach that in college. Not yet they don't. Can you imagine? Oh, I have an early class on Monday. It's called Bank Fraud 101. Yeah, and after the semester, they set you up on a banking internship to practice your newfound skills. How delightful. But according to this guy, all kinds of fraud is going on more and more every year. Apparently, it's the hottest ticket for thieves in today's age because sometimes it's not that difficult to get away with. But although this guy had done it many times, he did get caught and is now in the clink. He was an interesting guy to talk to and seemed like a very intelligent, nice older man who for some reason wanted to live on the wild side and attempt to do this when he really didn't have to. But nevertheless... This is a new thing we have to guard against. That's why people hack into our stuff to get personal info constantly. I actually got hacked. I like saying that word. I actually got hacked in Facebook the other day where somebody sent me what looked to be a news video of a car crash with the caption underneath saying, Hey, I think you know who just died here. And this was supposedly sent from an acquaintance of mine who I knew. So because it had to do with somebody I knew dying, I panicked a little bit and acted without thinking. So I tapped the arrow on this video to see what happened. And to my surprise, nothing happened. It didn't play the video. I later learned that I was just hacked where now somebody has all my information in regards to Facebook that they couldn't get anywhere else. And this is what happens. They hack your Facebook and your Twitter accounts and your computer and everything else under the sun like your phone in order to gather as much information on you as possible. So when the bank teller asks questions about who exactly they are, asking for passwords and so forth, 
they have all the answers because they either hacked for the information themselves or paid people for this hacking info. What a nightmare this is. You know, the hacked info. That that's hot commodity. That's a, that's a hot commodity on the on the criminal hotline for sure. People are willing to buy it and then use it for their monetary profits. And then you got lunatic psychopaths like Klaus Schwab and his freak sidekick telling us that human beings are also hackable. <laughs> it just never ends. That they can get inside our body and control our DNA and make changes. Changes that include making you sick and ill to the point of killing you if they want to. Man, this technology has spiraled way out of control. And we know nothing about it. All the things that they can do are mind-boggling. As they've been experimenting for at least 100 years. Figuring all this stuff out behind the scenes. Incognito. Doing things in secret without being recognized. Just like, unfortunately, your 11-year-old son or daughter not being recognized for the sex that they were born as. With parents sometimes letting these mad scientists experiment on their kids. Just like Frankenstein was created. Take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh, what's this thing between his legs? Ah, we don't need that anymore. And I got an idea. Let's put these two big grapefruit-sized bags of jelly in his chest. Now you are who you were meant to be. <laughs> oh, sure you are. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Take one portion of Robert, one measure of board guy, three octaves of voice guy, many handfuls of listeners and callers. <laughs> Stir them well in a cast iron cauldron and simmer for 60 minutes. <laughs> then you've just brewed. Don't bring up God. Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 on WAEB. <laughs> and don't you dare forget to add pinches of humor, anger, and laughter. <laughs> Spiced with sincerity, honesty, and truth. If this doesn't tantalize your taste buds, then I recommend you dump this whole cauldron of brew over your head. I hear it's great for hair stimulation and growth. <laughs> now, if you got something to say, or even if you don't, feel free to call the Don't Bring Up God Show live at 610-720-7900. And if you can manage to call the show dead, then by all means. That number again is 6. 610-720-7900. So let these perverted evil people play their games because we know how it ends. Where the humble, sincere, and loving believers in Jesus Christ will one day live in paradise without evil, while these perverted, wicked people will have quite another destiny who will receive God's wrath until their very destruction because they will receive every drop of that wrath of that consuming fire and be thrown ultimately into the lake of fire. Now, whatever that entails, I don't know exactly, 
I don't think anybody really knows. But it will be sweet justice served on a silver platter. These evil people think they're going to get away with something. But whatever they perpetrated on others will be what's handed down to them times a trillion. Because they will not laugh last. They will cry last for sure. But for the most part, that's none of our business. Because vengeance is mine, says the Lord. God will take care of all that. All we need to do is stay close to God and worship, praise, and glorify him as king, the king of kings, because that's exactly who he is. Paul talks about eagerly waiting for the second coming of Jesus. I definitely eagerly wait. And eagerly is saying it mildly. You see how people celebrate New Year's Eve every end of December? Well, that little peon of a celebration will be nothing compared to the celebration that all Christians have at the end of time. I'll bring the balloons. So let's never get jealous and envious of the wicked evildoers, whom God hates, by the way. Don't worry about what they may achieve or attain, because it doesn't matter. Let them have their fun here on earth because it's very short-lived. They will definitely live to regret the decisions they made in life and how they deliberately hurt and killed people of this world in one way or another. It ain't going to be pretty. And being jealous and envious in general is such a terrible thing. It breaks you down in ways you don't even know. And it all comes from a selfishness and self-centeredness because apparently somebody's taking the attention and power away from you that you crave. You arrogantly feel that you deserve certain things and other people don't. Oh, really? Is that what you think? Wouldn't want to be you. Did you know that Moses' brother and sister were jealous of him? Yeah, even them. And they were punished for it and learned a quick lesson and changed their tune in about two seconds. Aaron and Miriam were their names. And I'm not too crazy about the name Miriam. Are you? Do you know any Miriams? If you do, you need to disown them immediately. I mean, you got beautiful names like Abigail, Alexandria... Belinda, Brittany, and then you got Miriam. Come on down, Miriam. It's time to eat. Maybe for an unspoken middle name. So Aaron and Miriam started off by criticizing Moses, their bro, breaking him down, saying that he shouldn't have married this Cushite woman because she was some kind of despised foreigner. And then more and more, they began to question Moses' authority, where they started complaining and asking, as the book says, is it through Moses alone that God speaks? Does he not speak through us also? As if to say, why do we have to listen to the orders of this guy? Why don't we start calling our own shots, where we don't necessarily have to listen to him all the time, because God can speak to us as he does with him, can he? 
Now, God didn't uh, take too kindly with this line of questioning. He explained to them that he does communicate to people through visions and dreams, but not so with Moses. He said, I speak to Moses face to face, plainly and not in riddles. The presence of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, he beholds. So God here is removing all doubt that Moses is the man and he speaks for God directly. So if you're attempting to usurp his power, position and influence, then you're barking up the wrong tree. They needed to hold their place, which they weren't. So God had to help them do that inflicting leprosy on Miriam because God was angry. So Miriam became a snow white leper, as the Bible says. Now that don't sound too inviting, does it? After both Aaron and Miriam saw the error of their ways and by much prayer, God heard them and led up on the punishment where Miriam was this sad leper all of a sudden, for only seven days, after which she was healed and then back to normal. There's another story about Korah, who also didn't hold his place, as we sometimes don't. He had a position under Moses of some significance, but he wanted more. He again wanted to call the shots instead of Moses all the time, and God would have none of it. But the punishment he and others received from God this time was much more severe as hundreds of people died as a result. So the bottom line is to be content with God gives you with what God gives you. Yeah, because there are so many people with less. Don't center and focus on people that have more. You don't have more because God don't want you to have more at this particular time. So shut your big yapper and hold your place. Stay in your lane. And instead of complaining all the time, be grateful for the many blessings that you do have. Because there are many. You just don't see it because of all the complaining that you do. Do you complain much, by the way? Who's the biggest complainer in your household? Is it you? Maybe it's your spouse or one of your kids or maybe everybody because sometimes the complaining gets so bad it's as though somebody's running a contest on who can bitch and moan the most and then the winner gets a trophy who further complains that it's not tall or shiny enough. Ah, it never ends. Now, when Moses got to the promised land with all the many Israelites about to enter and take over the land of Canaan, they decided in all their wisdom to send spies into the land to check out the opposition, to see what they were up against. So men were sent to, uh, this this is a weird word, they were sent in to reconnoiter the land for 40 days. Reconnoiter. When was the last time you used that word? <laughs> Can you spell it? Two ends. But they went in there as spies to check out the situation. And this was their report. We went into the land to which you sent us 
It does indeed flow with milk and honey. And here is its fruits. However, the people who are living in the land are fierce. And the towns are fortified and very strong. They went on to say that the people there were a race of giants. And that they felt like grasshoppers in comparison to them. So because of this report, everybody got scared. The word spread like wildfire that they were entering an ambush and would be butchered. And in no way would they be able to enter and take over the land of Canaan. But yet God told them to enter and that all will go well. But did they believe God? No. They believe their own ears and eyes and not the commands of God. Just like we do today. Because many of us live by sight and not by faith. And what are Christians instructed to do? We are told to live by faith and not by sight. The direct opposite of what the way of the world people do. So when there's this kind of conflict, there's going to be a problem. And there was. As the Israelites questioned questioned God's authority and complained again day and night. Just like we do today. The book says, why is the Lord bringing us into this land only to have us fall by the sword? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt as slaves? Now, as we can see, uh, the people revolted against God and refused to go into the land of Canaan as they were instructed. So what did God do? He said, fine. And had them make a U-turn in order to spend a full 40 years in the desert. They could have entered the promised land right there and then. But because of their defiance, they lived in the dry, deserted desert for 40 years. And what's worse is that everybody died off. All the people who revolted against God died off before entering the promised land of Canaan. That God promised them. They missed out on their inheritance so to speak, because they are now dead. It was now the younger generation who eventually grew up and ate and entered Canaan after 40 years. The only two from the original group that did go into the promised land was Caleb and Joshua, because they were the only two who wanted to go in originally, figuring, figuring that God would have protected them from these giants that were everywhere, and, and, and that everyone was so scared about. You see, you see, sweet justice reigns eventually. Nobody gets away with nothing. If, you're, if you think you're all that and so sly and slick that you can do anything you please without getting called on it, then you are very sadly mistaken. And you will learn the hard way. Yeah, there's always a hard way. In an easy way, a treacherous way, a delicate way, as I use my voice to accentuate the delicate way, an incredibly difficult way, and a simple way. Which, which way do you choose? Which way does your brain function? Well, if you were like I was, uh, it functioned in all of the above ways. Never knew what was coming down the pike. A big mix of hoopla of the good and bad. But hopefully as we get older, 
We learn to do things in the easy, delicate, simple way, in the most intelligent, reasonable mode. Because it's no fun learning the hard way all the time and hoping nobody notices so we don't get reprimanded or punished. Let's all be assured God is all about love, but he's also all about justice too. We will all get what we deserve, whether that's good or bad. We're going to get it right between the eyes with no hesitation from God and Jesus whatsoever. That's just the way it's going to be. And the sooner we we realize that, the better off we will all be. Don't you think? Hey, y'all. I'm Billy Bob. I was a gator hunter from Mississippi. And I'm Alfredo from Alfredo's Pizzeria. And if we can be a best of friends without the fighting, then everyone should be able to do the same. Even though I think Billy Bob is four eggs short of a dozen to put his hands around gator mouse for a living. Safer than putting my hands in an 800-degree pizza oven, singeing off my knuckle hair, I'll tell you what. But never mind all that. We each bond with Jesus Christ. We's on his team, which makes me on Alfredo's team. So I can forgive a Billy Bob for spitting the chew tobacco into my face when he gets excited and talks too fast, and ignoring the stacks of bald tires in his front yard. Just as I forgive Alfredo for serving me nothing but pasta for the past 20 years, and also using chopped walnuts as a pizza topping, which is way too squirrely, even by my standards. So our message is to keep a God close for all our sakes, and to listen to Don't Bring Up God on WAEB Sunday mornings from 8 to 9. Y'all take care now, hey? Billy Bob, don't forget your ground gator, gizzard, and garlic stromboli on your way out, with, of course, some pasta on the side. Thanks, Alfredo. Use a true friend. I'll tell you what. In the Bible, God asks about the Israelites. He wonders, how long will they refuse to believe in me, despite all the signs I have performed among them? Yeah, this is what I don't get. The people back in the day saw the miracles of God, especially the parting of the Red Sea, along with the plagues that happened in order for them to be released from Egypt in the first place. All this stuff happened right before their eyes. Did they just forget? Or were they so arrogant to say that, hey, that was yesterday, what about today? Wow. Are you kidding me? You're attempting to play God like that? And treat him like a performing clown? They must have had no idea and no real perception on the power of God and the love of God. They had to be just thinking about themselves and just thinking in the moment. Not seeing the big picture at all. Just like we do not when we get out of line and disobey and sin. We see... Just right, just what is right in front of our big fat nose. Not necessarily a big fat nose. It could be thin and tiny, but you get the idea. You know, they just think in a particular moment, in a particular day, and listen only to themselves and rely only on their own understanding to make the decisions, 
to to go to to do something or to not to do something. Man, every time you shut the door on God, you're going down. You just are. Can't you older men and women out there see that now by experience alone? Hey, let's get a grip and make the necessary changes in our life as soon as possible before one day you li- you lose the ability to do that. Because probation will be over one day where we'll no longer have the opportunity to turn to God, to confess our sins and ask for forgiveness. So enter through the door while it's still open. Don't wait until it's locked shut or maybe welded shut, preventing entry. Then what are you going to do? Yeah, somebody just called and then went away. You can call back. We're here for you. Try again. We'll get you. We'll get you right on. Like lightning. So... Let's not wait too long to convert. If at all possible, do it now. Oh, there's that phone call. We got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? It's Paul. What's happening? Morning, Rob. Happy Father's Day. Okay, thank you. You too? You and everyone else out there. Thank you you very much. You too, if it applies. Yeah, yes, it does. And I uh, wanted to say, too, that uh, if we kind of, like, mess it up a little bit the first time, we got if we have grandkids or great-grandkids, we have another opportunity. But uh, Hey, we I all like mess it up to some degree. We just do. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Right. We're mere mortals, right? That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, but I uh, also wanted to say that uh, it's not just being a father to say, uh, you know, give you bragging rights, but... Make sure you stay involved in, in your kids' lives and great kids, grandkids' lives. It's, uh, it's really important. They need the, some positive role models, and that's, of course, if you are a positive role model. model. But uh, keep an eye on, you know, our father, you know, and kind of like maybe use him as the perfect example. But uh, we are blessed to have kids and grandkids, and uh, we just uh, need to realize that it's, we only have that that privilege for so long so we should cherish it i guess yeah we have to do our best and we always have to pray for protection and direction please god tell me how to handle this tell me what to do amen yeah we need to look to him and learn to respond and not not react so often but uh it is a true blessing. What a beautiful day too huh? and remember when god takes away our sins he also takes away the guilt so we all have sinned and we all have guilt for some reason and some people hold on to that till their dying day. You got to let it go. Just let it go. Amen. Put it You're on God it. and that's it. He tells you to let it go, so why wouldn't you let it go? Just let it go, move on. He's got something else for you to do. Right? Amen. That's okay. Right. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. Take, take care. God bless. We got another call. Who's this? Hey, Robert. Larry, how are you? Hey, Larry, what's up? Good, good. Uh, concerning the other guy who called earlier about AI. Right. If you look at Matthew 24, you see that God saw all these things would happen. Jesus spoke that these things would happen. I believe John Fetterman is the prototype of AI entering the ruling government system in the world. 
They are perfecting that as we talk, whether you believe that or not. China have a computer that looks totally like a woman, speaks and thinks faster than a human being could think. The computer did say, however, she lacked one thing. It's called a soul. So AI is going to take over, and soon we will see this. Like you have been saying in your program, now is the time to look up. Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God. And we have to speak about the kingdom of God and that it is about to be governed by the king, Jesus Christ, on this earth. He said the kingdom is within you. Yeah, these people, rule and reign. These people are definitely insulting us, but worse than that, they're insulting God and violating his beautiful creation. And they're going to pay. They're not going to get away with that. Maybe they'll get away with it in this life, but they will receive justice here or later. That's correct. All right. Thanks for the call. Hey, Larry. Have a good day. Larry, if you want, I'll bring you in uh, in a couple months if you want to come in again. I'll call you sometime. Yeah, I'll have to do some research on that because there's some serious questions needed to be answered in today. Yeah, it's happening now, yep. Thank you so much, Rob. All right, take care. Have a blessed day, bye. We got another call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. What's happening, Um, Ning? Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more with uh, what you said earlier, you know, all the points and uh, what Larry just uh, addressed. And... um, yeah, say you've said it before in the past. Satan counterfeits everything of God's, right? He wants his own kingdom. He wants his own worshipers. We're all born spiritual children of Satan. Only until we repent to sin to our Creator, uh, to our Savior, um, and, and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord, God, and Savior, because of what He did on the cross. That's the only work of salvation. Um, repentance and faith. That's the only way we become a child of God. These people that you were, you know, that we're seeing, the global elites, the Democrats, the rhinos, all these people pushing for this new world order, they're spiritual children of Satan. They're going to promote things that God calls abominations. They're going to counterfeit everything of God's. AI is a counterfeit. I mean, it does talk about you know, the Antichrist and the beast and the false prophet and giving power to the image. Well, you know, that could certainly fit AI. Um, And then all the stuff that they're doing with cloning, um, things like that. And, you know, I brought it up before. Uh, They they can clone and create humans and artificial humans, but they'll never be able to create the soul that that God creates in human the way he created it. And it's all happening right now. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Like, this is coming down the pike in years and years from now. No, it's not. It's happening right now. So we all need to prepare and go Jesus' yeah, yeah. way as soon as possible. Yeah, amen. And uh, speaking of preparing, don't be surprised if they stage some type of alien invasion. Oh, yeah, that's you know, next. With a Hollywood pr- production. I mean, the, the global elites are talking about this. You and, know? and we can't uh, panic and be scared, okay? When you know God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is in you and through you, relax, okay? Amen. This stuff's going to go on. So what? Like I said, yeah. let them have their fun. They will, 
They will answer to their behavior just like we are to answer to our behavior. So worry about our own conduct. Help when you can. Fight back when you can. But keep a cool about you, okay? Yeah, we need to do that. Thanks for the call, Joe. Amen. I mean, to me, it's like Satan has thrown up on this world, and most people willingly just lap it up. I know that's a gross analogy, but that's what's happening. That's the truth. But we win now and in the end as long as we stay with Jesus Christ, know who he is, what he said, and what he did. And talking about giants earlier, we maybe we should talk about giants for a whole show one day. Giants, they definitely existed back then. Uh, nine feet or taller, nine to 15 feet roughly, I think is the approximation. Yeah. And some people swear by it that they still live today. I don't know. I have to investigate that. But giants were definitely a part uh, of the Old Testament for sure. Are they lurking now? I wonder. Hey, all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. W-A-E-B, Allentown. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.